Hey gang, Sean Geek here. And Fast Fred. And we have two storefronts. If you are a T Public fan, you can browse our inventory over at T Public, which is tpublic.com forward slash Sean Geek Podcast. Or redbubble.com slash people slash Sean Geek Podcast. You can get anything from either storefront from t-shirts, stickers, phone cases, accessories of all kinds. We're talking masks, notebooks, mugs, pillows, totes, tapestries. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> Everything's there. Just go to those addresses. Also check the show notes and help support the show. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Uh, welcome to the Shine Shine Geek. <laughs> the Shine Geek and Fast Fret Podcast. Done. Well done. Okay, we're gonna use that. <laughs> Bill, I'm not sure if I can handle any more of your Tom fuckery. But anyway, That's my jam, man. We got to um, we 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 want to talk about this uh, recent Marvel movie that just came out. Sure, okay. yeah. I, was I guess about it's a little bit old. Mm-hmm. Now it's what it, it has been dethroned in the box office by uh, Adonis Creed, but uh, that was probably to be expected. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. That yeah, that featured uh, Killmonger and uh, Kang. And yeah. Kang, yes. <laughs> I am Kang, the Conqueror. I have come from the 41st century, traveling to this backwater time period for one simple reason. To eliminate you from the timeline. So that's what <laughs> that's how I try to sell it to my girlfriend. I was like, you want to see this movie because it's Killmonger and Kang just beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> so we've all seen it, obviously. And yes. we're going to spoil the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. So what did you think, Mark? Well, based on the consensus around the Internet and people I talked to, I might be one of the few people that actually didn't hate the movie. Um, Do I think it's a perfect Ant-Man slash Marvel movie? No, I don't. But... We haven't had a perfect Marvel movie since probably Infinity War and Endgame. Um, I mean, per as in, in my personal opinion, LA, I just I love everything about those two films. Yeah. Um, uh, and I that's not to say that everything else is subpar. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying every other movie you can still pick out a few flaws, nitpick a few things, whatever. But I genuinely love it all. Um, Quantum Mania, and bear in mind, I have only seen it just the one time so far uh but i've had to i've thought about it a lot and i've had a lot of uh people's opinions kind of and people's perspectives sort of kind of go through and it makes me think i don't hate it i don't think it's uh marvel's best however i think everything that happens in that movie has a purpose um people might say this movie was all set up and no it just didn't have its own story i disagree with that entirely however i do say was this a setup well yes it was but that's you could say that about the season finale of loki 
You can say that about uh hell, no, no, no. You know what? You can say that about everything in the MCU on Disney Plus yeah. is a setup for something. Yeah. Like, but it still has its own story. Like, but everything, but because that's how the MCU works. It's what each story one after the other, but also giving you little hints of what's to come to connect it all. It's all connected. And I, I don't understand why we are uh, over 10 years into this and people are still not getting that idea. Yep. <laughs> it's like, it's always been this way. Even the first Ant-Man that everyone, uh, at least most people universally love that movie was a setup for civil war. You yep. know, and then like yeah. because you have to you got to introduce Scott, you got to introduce the Ant-Man character and then give a little hint at the end that, oh, he's coming back. That's why every MCU ends with so and so will return yeah, because it's a setup for something more. And that's just how comics work. You know, you read a story, you know, you're going to end with something that's going to leave you going, wonder what happens next. Um, And Quantumania to me was just this big epic sci-fi adventure that um, if you didn't have the quantum realm featured pretty heavily at this point with all of the conversations that Ant-Man has had about it, that Hank Pym has had about the quantum realm, we get to see it very briefly uh, in the first movie. We get to see it just a little bit more in the second. Why wouldn't we see pretty much all or not all of it, but so much of it in this movie, the movie is called quantum mania. What were you expecting it to be, people that think this was just the worst? It's hilarious to me. I know I'm on a rant. I'm sorry. But it's just hilarious to me that I keep seeing all these. I never click on them, but I keep seeing YouTube videos of people posting. It was like, here's my video essay of why Quantumania is the worst thing the MCU's ever done. And then you see the next video. The MCU is in trouble. And here's why. And like, because of one movie, because of one out of. I think we're on almost 30 at this point. And this is the one you think they're in. Marvel's not in trouble. Marvel's not. I've, I tweeted about this. The, the fact that anyone thinks Marvel is in trouble because one movie maybe didn't live up to your expectations is hilarious to me. Um, but uh, I'll take a breather and let you guys go. Please, <laughs> go please ahead, stop Karen. me. <laughs> no, I was going to say, you know what? I had a coworker and said, I'm like, oh, I didn't like the movie. It's not very quantum And I was like, you know, I didn't like the movie <laughs> as much, but I'm like, the whole movie, you get five minutes in the movie, you're in the quantum mania. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what you're complaining about. It's not very quantum. I'm like, I don't know what your idea of quantum mania is. Two more minutes of quantum mania, they would have been satisfied, I guess. Probably, probably. Like, had they had started it's right in minutes. there, then yes. Um, <laughs> No, um, <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, yeah, I don't think it's the worst movie. I agree. I agree. It's not the worst movie, but it has its issues. Um, sure. uh, I think uh, the characters bothered me a, a bit. And like the ones that I really am curious about, like the the solar beam guy and the, the gel, the jelly oh, yeah. guy. Um, I really yeah, I can't remember their names, but yeah, they, they were great. And uh, Bill Murray. I was like, give me more of these like you know because they're new i guess they're so new right and i was like mm -hmm. i just want to see more of them and um there was enough wasp <laughs> and was so, she in the film or not i'm not not really sure it, it's but, called ant-man Ant and the wasp yeah. quantumania and she like, oh, she showed up when there. she was supposed to it's fine yeah yeah you know the battle at the end <laughs> yeah <laughs> she stayed behind yeah, you know. yeah. it's fine yeah, yeah. i think that's my my 
my whole take on it too is we you know we 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 get the quantum mania movie and then they leave the quantum realm and i'm like i just feel like they just kind of introduced everything and then i i kind of wanted more like i, I like you said like karen like those characters the the laser face guy and the gel guy with all the whole the whole the orifice man whatever you want to call him like like there were so many cool characters and they they showed so much of this world that for me one movie's not enough like I kind of want I like I wouldn't mind hanging out in the quantum realm for a while and learning mm-hmm. about yeah I was hoping they would get stuck in there and that way the next movie was still there and you know we yeah. get to see more of these people but um, I was I was kind of hoping for that outcome as well like they they that was seen, the original outcome. This. that yeah. was the original yeah right outcome. I heard about that yeah they, like mm-hmm. hope and and uh uh Scott, we're gonna get we're gonna get stuck in there. Well, they reshot it, and here's the thing: like people always freak out when they hear the term reshoots and things change. Go like, like well, oh my god, every they big, panicked, right? Like, yeah, oh my god, every big budget well. movie has reshoots. This happens. The period. Marvel has been doing it since day one. So, um, but what they but what they do is if there is a reshoot and an extensive one, uh, there's a good reason for it. I have a feeling that uh if scott and hope remained stuck in the quantum realm i think we would have seen them get out rather maybe maybe not quickly but we would have seen them get out and then that would have been it and they'd be like oh look we're 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 back home yay but they're the same they're just like well we just spent like uh, however much time in here but we're not like yeah, it's fine, whatever, because there's no Kang to bother us. So we're just we've just been mingling with the ants and mingling with the uh, the quantum peeps. Um, I think, but but as we saw at the end of Quantum Manium, like Scott and Hope getting out quickly, like yay, wow, I can't believe we won. But wait, did we win? Did like yeah. nothing feels right? And unfortunately, I think that means that. Uh, I hate I hate to even say it, but I I think uh, something bad is gonna happen to Scott real soon. Um, I I don't think, and I that's not a knock on uh, uh whether or not Paul Rudd's contract's running out or anything. It mm-hmm. probably is, but uh, I just I think we didn't. If people said uh, there were no stakes for Ant Man and the in in company for this movie, I said you might think so, but it's all gonna come around because it always does i remember when people were complaining about some like phase two movies saying like oh when thor the dark world came out oh this is the end of marvel they're in trouble that movie wasn't so good they're done and then they followed it with winter soldier and then they followed that with guardians (laughs) of the galaxy yeah and you know and then even people people were even despite the fact that it made over a billion dollars people like shat on age of ultron a lot and i think that probably had a lot to do with the weediness of it all but yeah. uh but they still were just like eh, this movie's yeah, kind of sucks and i actually don't think it sucks i think uh age of ultron does a lot for Set world up. building of the yeah MCU. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah um it's key for a lot and of without you know without it we don't get uh we don't get wanda and vision so you know suck it if you hate that movie uh but <laughs> it's uh but there's consequence there's always consequence it goes back Every every setup, there is a payoff. We we should learn that by now. Well, yes, uh, and, old, I think, like, and I think like there's lifting the the hammer like a, a slight. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. that pays off in in Endgame, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah, and it just even even the 
like people who hated the dark world. I love the fact that in Endgame, one of the major plot lines is going back to that time frame <laughs> of the dark world and Asgard. It's like, and it's because the writers of of Endgame and Infinity War uh, did rewrite movie. Yeah, yeah. They well, they rewrote that movie, and it was it's almost like a middle finger to everybody. It's like, oh, you hated Dark World? Fuck you. We're going back to yep, it. Yeah, exactly. But 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 those scenes on Asgard and Endgame are some of the most heartfelt and like it's oh, yeah. the best for Thor. You know, Thor gets to have this last moment with his mom. Um, so all that to say, I think Scott having that sort of like existential, like momentary panic attack, if you will, about like, did we win or did we mess up really bad? I'm here to tell you, he messed up and oh, yeah, I think he did, he's yeah. going to, I think he's going to pay for it like yep. very badly. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I almost mm -hmm. I almost wonder if like when like I, I still think the Kang that's in the quantum realm is going to be the Kang villain. Yeah, I don't think he's dead. Well, no, no, I, he's definitely not dead. But who like who is going to be the main Kang villain? Like the, the Kang from the comics. Oh, like, who is going to be the Kang? And I think well is the Kang. No. That's it it could feeling. be him. Uh, people seem to think it might be Rama Tut, uh, one of the guys, like those the yeah. three main mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. Council of Kang members there, um, because he just has an extensive history in Marvel as that Kang variant. Uh, but if he's not, if if we do see the Kang of, of Quantumania come back, which I totally think we will, and he ends up being like the one that brings about like the Kang dynasty for the next Avengers flick. Um, cool. But I will say this. I think because we got a Rama Tut Kang, uh, not only a can, I mean, not just a cameo like that. There he is. Like oh, he's, he's, right he's there, got a yeah. role. He's a role. He's coming back. Like most of these Kangs are coming back. Uh, I think he is going to be one, of, if not the main foil, one of the main foil for the upcoming Fantastic Four movie. Oh, I, I that's mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. exactly one hundred percent. Yep. Mm -hmm. Because he, for those of you do, that don't know, uh, like Kang and the Fantastic Four kind of go hand in hand. Matter of fact, Fantastic, you have Fantastic Four comics to thank for most of the shit that you love about Marvel mm -hmm. because it started there. Oh yeah. Uh, but that's that's my belief. I don't think they're going to go straight up Doctor Doom. No, no, uh, for this time around, not this time around. Now, what, what, um, what about this theory? What about this theory? Because sure. there's, I just uh, geek history lesson. I think is the one that Karen makes me listen to. They did a whole. I love thing. that show. Yeah, it's great. They did a whole one on Kang, and got, mm -hmm. because I honestly, I've read um, like a lot of Kang stories, a lot of Amortis stories, a lot of Ramatat stories. Like I've read mm -hmm. a bunch of them. And then I'm like, I, I can't remember which ones were which. So I listened to that episode <laughs> right. to kind of like, okay, well, what do I remember? What? Do, and then they're like, so one of the theories was that, um, which are one of the theories that MCU is going to use is that, um, Ramatat, it, he's he's the guy that goes back in the past, right, and becomes Ramatat. So he's actually from mm -hmm. the future, but he goes in the past, and that yeah. person was. Reed Richards' father. That it, that that was one of the potential stories, but it, but in other stories, it was Von Doom. Huh. So, what <laughs> if one of the Kangs is actually Doctor Doom? The Fantastic Four will now perish by the hand of Doctor Doom. 
Like what if that that's would be the a, big, what if that's the big reveal or something? That would be like, an interesting, interesting change. And an like Doctor Doom's the guy of, that goes yeah. into the past, right? Mm-hmm. So mm. Doctor Doom decides to kill off the Council of Kangs that leads us to Secret Wars or something. I I, I don't know. I I just feel Doctor Doom's somehow in there. Like he's somehow part of that equation in some way, shape, or form. Right. Oh, well, he. I mean, I think. I think we can all almost maybe not the full 100, but at least 90, 95% can agree. Doom is at the very least is showing up in secret wars. Um, I don't understand how you have a secret wars movie without Dr. Doom because like he even both ones, if you, if you read the, the, the secret wars uh, from the, uh, the eighties, nineties, I can't remember. Yeah. From yeah. that era or the one they did only just a few years ago, the other Secret Wars, both stories are uh, like involved Doom in the 100%. highest capacity. So, uh, so if it turned out he was a Kang variant, that would ooh, or not the Kang, not I, a Kang variant. He is oh that he is Ramatut or something. Yeah, yeah, it's the same person. Oh, well, Ramatut is a variant of Doctor Doom. That they're all variants of Doctor Doom. Oh, I see. So they're they're not Kangs at all. They're just no, they're, they're just Victor yeah. Doom. Well, look if if you want to tell me Jonathan Majors is Doctor Doom, cool. I'm cool. Well, that's that's what I'm thinking because I, awesome. I saw like you see the scars on his face in Quantum Mania, and well, yeah, he's got those. So the King, you know, Kang's got those lines on his face. Yeah, yeah. So. But Victor was so vain that when he mm-hmm. put, you know when he put the mask on his face because he was so vain, and in the end he, he just fucked had himself a up. Scar. Yeah. No, he just had a little yeah. scar. Like eventually, mm-hmm. that was one of the stories they told. He just had a little scar, but he covered his face because he was so vain. He didn't want people to see that one little scar. And he's like mm-hmm. he's still he, a he had the little devil. star, but he he put on the the mask that was still hot because yeah, he, and then he just mm-hmm. and then couldn't wait to put it. on. And he yeah. like yeah, fucked his face. So that's the irony and the the vanity of Doom. Yeah. Honestly, um, I, I just want a really good uh, Fantastic Four movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I want a good really... fucking Doom. And I, do I do. Think, yeah, I know we need a good Doom. Are we gonna get Doom? Before the Fantastic Four, no, you don't think so. I mean, they no. can. I'm well, open to mean, anything, <laughs> but not in Fantastic Four. Just like like a villain like origin. Well, here's what here's what I will say, and I've I've suspected it for a little while. I have no nothing to base this on. This is just pure fan nerdy theory or speculation. Um, I suspect that. We know that Lad, like we we will know that Latveria is a thing, his homeland. Yeah. Uh, I actually kind of think it would be smart if they take the remnants of whatever's left of Sokovia and its people and become a new nation of Latveria. Ooh, I like and, that theory. But, but they are a nation without without leadership. You know, because they're just they're lost, and then that's bon when Doom you bring in Von Doom. Oh yeah, and that's how I he like easily that. because Doom is he's a dictator in mm-hmm. Latveria, like mm-hmm. with a literal iron fist. But <laughs> he's also, if you read his stories, like Latveria prospers and they do really well, yeah. and they're well, he's a like, good leader. Well, he's actually he's a, a good, good leader. leader. The thing is, you just like do not under any uh-huh. circumstances say anything bad about him uh-huh. definitely don't don't show up in latverian soil without permission which s- most of you do not have permission do so re- don't do, do it. remember there was there was a fantastic four story where in the the center of latveria he actually had 
I don't know, like a bucket of gold or, or some some sort of treasure in, in the center square of Latveria that he left there that anybody could steal at any time. And it was specifically put there as a, you don't touch that, I treat you all like gold. I treat my, mm-hmm. my you know, it was just sort this sort of, and then the one person that does, then he, you know, he makes an example of murdered viciously. Probably, <laughs> I haven't read that story, but I believe it. Yeah, but there was also another another one where Doom lost control of Latveria. Uh huh. Yeah. They actually get another ruler. I can't remember who it was. It was somebody that was good, and they all complained. Mm-hmm. They're all like, "No, we want Doom back because now, like, the country's a shambles. Like, he actually looked after us." And that's when you realize that, oh, he doesn't screw with his citizens. He actually loves his people and he he might be a yeah, dictator, yeah. but he does them well. And it's all because he lost his mom at a young age to the devil. And, you know, so yeah. that's that that is that's a true story. That is what set Victor Von Doom on the path right. that he went on after that. But I mean, but yeah, it's just it's he what trips me out about Doom is like he is he's not a criminal. And technically oh. he's not a he's not a bad guy. Nope. His the whole thing about him is I want to take over the world. And I want to do that because I know under my leadership I can make the world better. better I can place, make yeah. the world a good a good place. Everything will work, everything will prosper. But all you gotta all you gotta do is kneel down to me and acknowledge that I am your see, ruler. I think that's he all can have he can have his own movie. I think Doom can have his yeah, own see, movie. That's the that's, that's the one villain, yeah, that you could that you could yeah, you could absolutely give him uh or uh, a series. Give yeah, give Doom a series. If you want to introduce Doom, like give us a Doom series. I would love that. Uh the third Black Panther movie, I think, should absolutely be Doom War. Uh because uh, yep. I love oh, yeah. that story. Yep. Um Oh, we I already got Namor flooding the place, so you know, might as well. You gotta <laughs> take the next step. I almost and honestly, feel, what? Yeah, I almost feel. I, I thought when Wakanda Forever was coming out, I had this strong theory that the whole reason the Wakandans and um and uh, whatever we're calling Namor's people, I can't remember the the, the Telecons, tele, that the whole thing was Doom, just kind of nudging because <laughs> he was always nudging namor like yep. it was uh there was a, a a comic called supervillain team up and the two of them would mm-hmm. team up and it was always doom like oh you know what the surface world's been doing you know you know they 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 polluted your waters you know like he was always like poke 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 and then oh namor yeah no he's he is attacked the surface world again biggest instigator that guy so but, do uh, you the- think <laughs> that he revealed wakanda to namor like that would be interesting no i think based on what we know about well what we learned in the movie uh i think namor took a guess Mm -hmm. he knew because the wakandans finally came out of of hiding and you know made themselves public to the world i don't think I don't think Namor and the Telecons are ignorant of what goes on in the world, especially when it involves like superpower people mm-hmm. and namely vibranium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, because like that is just like Wakanda, that's their life source. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I thought was a very smart move to do mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um but uh I think I think they keep a close watch on everything, but I and uh I don't but I don't think it was uh 
I don't think anybody tipped him off as to where Wakanda was. I think he had a basic yeah. idea once they came out of hiding, like, well, we're in Africa, we're in there. He's like, okay, so all I got to do to find it is swim in the sea for a little while until I finally come yeah. across a land that seems like it shouldn't be there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's when he yeah, did, when he, he when and, he emerges. The, French, the yeah. evil, evil, yeah. murderous French did try to invade Wakanda in uh, <laughs> soil or whatever. Yeah, so, I so. mean, yeah. So yeah, I, I guess that makes sense. And it's like I, I, I did like vibranium as the tie, like that. That mm-hmm. was actually- yeah, yeah. That was a good story uh, tie in. Uh, I have a question for Mark. Like, what do you think about uh, introduction to like the new next gen Avengers? Young Avengers, or I know are they young Avengers? They're all young. Yeah, young. Avengers, I mean, we're yeah. we're Young-ish. we're gonna get a we're gonna get a young Avengers team yeah. up. It 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 feels like a lot of Phase Four and and Five have been not only setting up who's going to help out in the Kang Dynasty fight and probably Secret Wars. Well, one but of also the like of young Avengers, Avengers is actually Kang, right? Yeah, uh, right, so. uh, the Iron Lad. Iron, Iron Lad. Lad is 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 <laughs> Kang. Um. Something tells me we may not see him uh, in in the first. I don't know what they're going to do with Young Avengers, if they're going to do like a straight up movie first off, uh, uh-huh. since we all since we're getting introduced to these characters via uh, a TV show on Disney Plus or like in the case of America Chavez, like a, yeah. a role in a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Riri, speaking of Wakanda forever, Riri Williams is getting her own show, The Ironheart Show. Yeah. Yep. Um. So we get to expand more on that. We already got Miss Marvel. We got uh uh yeah America Chavez a little bit. We got Kate Bishop. I think she's gonna lead the team personally. I love her. Oh, Kate man. Bishop's um, my fave. <laughs> and, and we got and we got introduced to uh uh oh what are they called? Wanda's kids actually when they yeah their powers develop they have names. It's like it's speed Wiccan and I can't and Wiccan. Wiccan is it Wiccan and... yeah. There you go. We can in speed. Um, so we already got introduced to them. And I mm-hmm. think uh, those those two kid actors are really good and they they work a lot. So I think they'll tap them to he, here. Here's, here's, and then here's Cassie. A, here's a thought. Maybe we're not meant to get the young Avengers. Until Secret Wars and maybe maybe the young, the young maybe. Avengers become. Phase seven, the phase seven Avengers. New young mm. team. We're, we're kind of they're, we're, we're introducing them. They're getting older. They're kind of, mm-hmm. you know, getting some experience like through all these movies and shows and stuff. But they're going to be our next Avengers after phase six, potentially. Could be very, yeah. very much could be like um, maybe introduced, I think, but they'll become actual Avengers by that point, maybe or something like that. If if they if that group doesn't have a substantial role in the Kang Dynasty movie, I think they will be heavily featured in Secret Wars. Um, because yeah. we don't know, we don't know exactly. It's called Secret Wars, but that doesn't but mean they're going to adapt it directly. Yeah, yeah which, one? which and, one? And and by what? By what? In what way is it the Secret Wars? You know, yeah, like we Civil know War was not Civil War. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. at all really the same. I mean, it, it kind of was, but it, yeah, like it wasn't like it was in the comics. It was adapted yeah, yeah. the way it, that, yeah. and just like uh, the movie Age of Ultron was not an age; it was a week. So the, you can't really call that the age of Ultron. Whereas in the comics, like the age of Ultron was yeah. years and years of yeah. him just owning mm-hmm. the world and killing people. Um, 
but I think, uh, yeah, I think Secret Wars is probably more likely where we'll see the group of the the youngsters. You know, what young would be cool? might be at that point. It'd be cool for for the main Avengers. They're doing the big fights, Secret Wars, mm-hmm. it's, and the young Avengers are on the side, and it it's it it it's a it's a trope you you see in some movies where. The, the young people, the um, and happen in the comics all the time. The teen brigade is going to go and and <laughs> th- they're going to do this mission, and it's going to be critical to the success of the of the of the the old guard. You know, uh-huh. stranger things. Some, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I think it it might be something like that. Maybe they're not part of the main battle, but they're part of probably. Yeah, you know, we, we got to go. We got to go rescue Rick Jones from or something. I don't know. Uh- <laughs> oh man, I keep I keep waiting for them to introduce Rick Jones. I can't believe they yeah. haven't. Maybe they're sa- maybe they're saving him. Um, but briefly to answer your question, Karen, I mm-hmm. like what what they've done so far with like the the new guard uprising. I've I've been waiting to see many of those characters. So I'm so far I'm optimistic and I'm I'm excited. And, and I to appreciate see, the uh, yeah. difference in um, differences in approaches of introducing them. You know, yeah, as much yeah. as I didn't like, like, you know, I, I told Sean, like, oh, I hate how, like, Ironheart just showed up there with, like, barely anything. You know, their her, her interest pretty much, like, um, uh, this is what I did, and I'm here. Yeah, um, yeah there was my no least favorite intro- It's my <laughs> least favorite introduction, but I like the differences in, like, their approach with introducing all of them, and that way it's not, you yeah. know, we're not going to do kind of like we did with Phase 1, where we're just going to have their, each individual, like, you know, right um, yeah you know movie how did we become a hero and all of that so i like how some of them are coming up in tv shows they have their own shows some of them show up in you know movies and um mm-hmm. i don't know i like the creativity i like the i like that it's part not, of that yeah oh, yeah yeah old school movie or old studio would be an old studio would okay they're going to be introduced exactly the same every single yeah movie. one movie right, like yeah. they have their yeah. origin story and they're gonna have their you yeah. know movie one and then movie two and then they'll team up and all of that um and i don't know like i'm i'm totally fine with them writing um a f- brand new secret war story that's the beauty of you know this these movies right you know phase one yeah. two or three every time they you know civil war i'm like oh it's gonna be like the comics not really like you know the their divisions but like it wasn't exactly like the comic books or you know no yeah they they take the aspects of comics mm-hmm. and they and they mold play around it into, yeah they play around just like i mean the movie infinity called war. infinity infinity war is not an adaptation of the comic infinity mm-hmm. war and thank god because mm-hmm. the comic <laughs> infinity war is not good no. yeah uh, it's 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 instead more infinity like gauntlet. infinity gauntlet or yeah. uh the thanos quest which was the precursor Um, it's more like that. So yeah. And uh, again, you mentioned civil war. There are aspects of the, the comic series of the civil war, but it's, it's its own thing. Um, and to your point about, uh, Riri's kind of introduction, how she's just kind of there and she did all this stuff in Wakanda forever. That's the beauty. I think of what the show is going to do. Cause the show she's getting is going to allow us to backtrack, right. To, to re yeah. Reintroduce her. So that mm-hmm. is like, oh, okay. So here's here's where, yeah, re 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 yeah, re 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 re. Um, it gives you the opportunity to kind of backtrack and go like, well, okay, so he, you remember her, but like, this is where she came from. This is how she's able to do this stuff. Yeah. There'll, there'll be flashbacks where she's at. Yeah, we'll see mm-hmm. where. Oh yeah, of course. There's always flashbacks the, um, uh, when she develops the thing to to find the vibranium. 
You're like uh-huh. I think we're gonna we're gonna go back or you just yeah. like learn about her move you know as she moves forward right like you don't have to have an origin story you don't have to go back in time you could just like move forward and just like learn about her how she is now and yeah you know kind hopefully relate like to her. the the like the falcon and the winter soldier like we didn't mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. wasn't we we had already met sam a couple of times mm-hmm. but we got to learn more about who he is and who he comes from or where mm-hmm. he comes from mm-hmm. in that show, yeah. but it wasn't like a direct, it wasn't an origin story. No. Uh, we get to learn, you know, more about uh, Bucky and his, like what he's dealing with yeah. now post everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's interesting though. I, cause I, now I'm thinking uh, in Ironheart, we might, we might get an appearance from, we might get to see uh, a telecon ease telecanese however you want to say it like yeah. we might get to see like how they discovered it was like oh oh this there's this scientist over here like i'm gonna go report yeah, to oh uh, yeah we yeah yeah, yeah yeah uh yeah no and then a different you know, perspective something tells me by the end of that show we'll probably get like adora malaje uh mm. uh uh appearance or of the sort or maybe Boy, not maybe yeah, wasn't there talk maybe of a, a, Koye. Of a, a wakanda a wakanda show there was talk oh yeah yeah they point, are right I, th- I think they're still developing that. I think um, it might be a little bit longer now since Disney's kind of pumping the brakes on yep. all the Marvel content right now. Cause they're just like, let's, let's take a breather and, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. just, you know, whatever set in motion now. Cool. Yeah. But you like, heard for everything thing? else. Yeah. Did you hear the, th- like, have you both heard about the, the problem with the effects house that was doing uh Wakanda yeah. forever was doing quantum mania. And then it's like yeah. the, there was some pretty unfair uh, work practices going on uh, yeah. for months and months because they're like, you have to do all these movies. Like, well, mm-hmm. we can only do one at a time. No, mm-hmm. you're doing both. Mm-hmm. So they assigned the resources to Wakanda forever because it was more important. But then right. the effects on Quantum Mania were, weren't quite up to par because Shit, they, I think. I think the effects on Quantum Mania were were bet more up to par than a lot of what happened on yeah. uh, Wakanda Forever, especially in the third act of Wakanda Forever. Yes, like, the and third I, act, of Wakanda. which which I don't know if that, and that's kind of hard to say because that was uh, m- most people loved the first Black Panther movie. I, mean, I love the first Black Panther movie, mm-hmm. but that third act, there's a lot of uh, CG yes. mishaps, yep. shall we say? So and and at, as far as we know. Uh, the the effects department weren't under the same sort of I guess time crunches as they were, right. but maybe they were. I don't know, hey, or maybe you, that's just. Cougar-isms. Have you both watched it on Disney Plus? I'm wondering if they because I watched yeah. it again, and it for some reason it looked better, but I also have a theory that the theater I went to was absolute shit. The light was was off. <laughs> I, I the movie was so dark in that theater that we couldn't make out anything most most of the way through. Oh, I don't know if that was the theater or if that was the original cut, and then it's now brighter and cleaner on Disney. Well, there are a lot of scenes. Well, there are a lot of scenes in Wakanda Forever that are pretty dark, uh, yeah. especially like... Atlantis? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, Namor's, well, Namor's appearance on the shore of when he meets uh, Ramonda yes, in the, in the, yeah, in yeah, the dark. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, 
it's really i mean it was dark in the theater but i said okay it's cool it's supposed to be dark but then we're watching it on disney plus and i'm using like the imax formatting and on my mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, tv yeah. and everything and i'm still like i have to change the settings because i can't see what the hell he's doing okay. and okay and so then, yes of course yeah. telecon it's like okay well now it's really fucking dark i don't want to hear any more complaints about uh, that game of thrones episode you <laughs> assholes <laughs> <laughs> i could see it perfectly i yeah. saw it perfectly you're all get your eyes checked but wakanda forever how However, I'll give you that one. I will admit I liked I, I didn't like Wakanda Forever the first time. I was really like on the fence. But mm-hmm. watching it the second time, I actually enjoyed it a lot more. Mm. Because I don't know, like I, I don't know how you felt. Like like Karen, how did how were you? Like I think you were No, of... I re I I think um it was hard because I really liked Chadwick Boseman. And so like the tributes yeah. to Chadwick Boseman were done, I thought were like like perfect. perfect. Like yep. the Agreed. the tribute parts that like the other parts were like they were they were just okay to me. Yeah. And like and then yeah, that third act was just like, where do all the people go? Like why is this like oh, <laughs> the people fighting fighting them are the like the five people we know? <laughs> like what happened? Um and so uh and I hate when like um that's my thing with like tv shows and movies when like you know they built this world and then like we're now reduced to like the five people that we know it's like what happened to there that was was such a shame you know yeah exactly exactly um because you know when you know first first movie when they were showing all the tribes and all of that there was just like so many things to look at there's so many people and that was so exciting that is true yeah and then at the end i'm like don't tell me they all died you know it's funny you say that because, yeah, um, there's a moment in Wakanda Forever where Nemoor says, like, you, like, Wakanda cannot survive a war with Talokan because, as for every blade of grass you have, I have soldiers and what have you. And when we get to that final battle, I go, no, looks like you only had maybe a couple thousand, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. where's the reinforcement? Yeah. Like, do we get a shot of the reinforcements? I mean, not to, not to be that guy, but. Aquaman had a bigger army than that when I saw that movie, and we actually we got to see what what the hell was going on in the ocean yeah. during yeah. that whole thing. Yeah, and then so, when he was re- when he was revealing, you know. he's like, "This is my this is my home," and I was like, "Oh, um, you know, yeah, we'll say it was a, it's a it's a weird choice about like I I liked that scene just because uh, I think um, Letitia Wright plays it really well of like. Yeah the wonder in her mm-hmm. eyes like yes. oh my god yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, that, seeing yeah, I'm seeing something new Empire. right i'm seeing something yeah, it's new. like crazy something's crazy yeah like there's whales there's people but it's an interesting choice that uh they the 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 people of telecon they don't i mean they just move like they're underwater so it's kind of mm-hmm. awkward and it's mm-hmm. gonna kind of slow and what mm-hmm, have you mm-hmm. um in that in that regard, I said, "Looks like Aquaman beat you on that one." Yeah, like, at yeah. least <laughs> oh, yeah. Aquaman. Like I believe that this civilization of people live under here. Like yeah, they're like, rich, everything. right? The culture is rich and everything. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very you know, Little Mermaid. You know what they show here? This is Atlantis. It just looks but so this, magnificent. Of course, but also, I mean, that's the benefit that they got that out first before yeah. uh, Marvel could get out Namor, and that was because of red tape, red tape, red tape. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you know, whatever. So then, of course, well, we can't make it look like that because well, it's it'll not going like to be Atlantis copying. anymore. <laughs> right. Yes, it's right. like all right. Well, the first step is not Atlantis. It's it's Telecon, which actually I'm okay with. I liked like the history yeah. of how it came to be. I'm like that's yep. fresh. even how that's he got nice. his name. That's... I don't think that's from the comics 
at all, but I kind of like it. No, <laughs> he's he's literally called Namor in the comics because it's Roman spelled Roman backwards. backwards. Exactly. And that is it. Yeah, that's that's, it. that's yeah. it. That's there's no other explanation. Um, I do find it kind of interesting that not once did they call Namor in the movie uh, Submariner. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, what the there's, hell? Yeah. I like that he gave him they they gave him the Imperious Rex uh, uh, call, but uh, I was like, he's the Submariner. You're not going to call him the sub- where, where, Where's the Submariner? Come on, somebody give him that name. Please. I need to hear it. <laughs> Stronger than a whale, he can swim anywhere. He can breathe underwater and go flying through the air. The famer of Atlantis is the prince of the deep. You, you know, it'd be really cool. I, I, I don't, I, I, I doubt they'll do this, but it'd be, it'd be kind of cool just as an aside later, because I mean, we're gonna get more Namor for sure, but we oh, get yeah. some sort of aside later where. They talk about uh, him and uh, Jim Hammond, the original Human Torch, and Captain mm-hmm. America during World War II. Like just some, just, the invaders. just like a little aside. Yeah. Because we had uh, in the first Captain America movie, we had Union Jack was in it. Mm-hmm. Like Union one Jack of the was in Commando it. Was, was, you know, mm-hmm. Lord uh, uh, John. The British Oliver. guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is Union my favorite. Jack, there's uh, we That's got to see character. at the beginning. At the uh, Yellow Union Jack. Oh, the big time, huge. He's great. Um, yeah, we got to, we got him. We got uh that brief look at the uh, suit of the original Human Torch yeah, in the display right. at that's the Stark right. Expo that's at the beginning yeah, of yeah. the movie. Yeah. 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 Um, and then and now we've got Namor. Uh, I don't know. At this point, though, I don't know how you do an Invader story without a lot of retcon. Um, but then again, maybe not. I mean, we we know that Steve and the commandos were over there, you know, beating up Nazis for a while. Yeah. Uh, and that's one of the reasons there's that whole montage sequence of Steve and the commandos taking out Hydra and stuff. There's yeah. it's a montage because there are stories within yeah. this montage. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. if we and and like I think even the Russos are like, yeah, I think if Marvel wants to go and explore that more, they probably will. Mm-hmm. Um but I could say like an I, occasional team yeah. up that nobody knew about. It wasn't publicized, you know, yeah. it's, oh, you know, we're fighting on in, in, in England or something and it's by the water yeah. or somewhere that's by the water. And then Namor comes and helps them out, like just like little things. like That, that would be know? messed up, though, if like if at this whole time, like Steve Rogers knew about <laughs> Namor, he knew about Telecon and he just was like, I'm not saying. Well, oh, OK, maybe he did. And Namor said. I, I will fight beside you anytime you want. You're the only surface dweller that mm-hmm. I respect. So yeah. out of respect to me and my people, don't tell you yeah. cannot Zip. you cannot say a word about about you didn't say us. anything you about the winter like, soldier and, and Tony Stark's dad. Mom, yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, not until yeah. not until so they that's had very to, much yeah, very so. much in character. So oh, not until man. they retconned it. Yeah. That'll be film. fun. That'll be cool. Well, now I really now I really want to see the the invaders <laughs> like series. And I'll tell you, people have forgotten, but I haven't. Uh, not that long ago, it, there was a report that Chris Evans signed another contract with Marvel for uh-huh. other things. Mm-hmm. And this was post Endgame. So yeah. I, I had always just assumed, oh, OK, he's just going to pop that- up here and there. Yeah, he's gonna pop up in flashbacks, probably in Falcon Winter Soldier, probably mm-hmm. over in this, and he was not. 
in Falcon mm-hmm. and Winter Soldier, and mm-hmm. he uh, he will probably show up in Secret Wars. I'm just calling it now. Yeah. So mm-hmm. will Robert Downey Jr. I think. Mm-hmm. I think they're both they're both going to be variants of their. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, they're going to be variants. Or um, or is Chris Evans going to do the Human Torch thing? Because there was a rumor that wouldn't this be fun, a fun thing for him to come back for. He, he said can. he would. He's like, if it's if it's cool, he's like, if if they want me to do it, that would be fun to do. I'd yeah. love to do Johnny like, and I think he could. Yeah, like kind of like older yeah, Johnny variant. Storm. Yeah. He's yeah, he's 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 older. Maybe he's a little bit more pissed off, and he's just yeah. kind of like, like I don't joke anymore, really, because nothing's funny. Because my maybe like something happened to Sue, or yeah. something, or maybe something yeah. happened to Reed yeah. and Ben, and he's just mm-hmm. like. I'm. I don't do jokes. I'm not yeah, doing this. I just burn shit to the, the ground. Four <laughs> you know. Yeah. You know. He's the last one. You know. The yeah. last of the four. Um. Because that would. Yeah. That would. I still haven't give... gone through uh the fan fantastic or whatever that most recent fantastic four. I'm gonna tell oh. you now. Don't just don't. <laughs> I was just like, this is you're... so sad. This is so boring. This is. They're all so serious. But I heard it doesn't get any better. <laughs> I heard that the actual film is actually good. Just the edit that came out because the the studio fought with the director that there's Mm -hmm. there's like I've seen it and there's moments where the editing you can tell they took a scene that happens way before this scene Mm -hmm. because the con the continuity errors just between just the shot the actual shot yeah they go he's got a a a nick on his on his uh, on his suit but the nick happens after. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like just like there's a lot of continuity errors like that, and that director's a <laughs> is actually a pretty damn good director. Like I don't Josh know, Josh Trank, like, yeah, very good director. Like, he's great. I honestly don't think he made the bad movie, but I know the edit that came out wasn't his. So it wasn't his. That that was a uh, it was very public uh, studio tampering. Um, he and I remember this because unfortunately they he had to delete the tweet, but everyone saw it anyway. So like screen grabbed it. He made this tweet when the movie came out and he literally said, you know, I had a vision for this movie that I thought was fresh. I thought it was like, uh, had some great ideas and it honestly looked extraordinary, but it's a shame. No one will ever see it. Um, and like they, the studio made him take that down. Um, that's and of course it just and then, and then yeah we got to see the end result that was like that's one of the first movies where i was like oh i can actually see the reshoots or i can see yeah. the uh, it's very obvious the editing okay. yeah, like oh, yeah. it's it's so obvious and it just oh that just turns that film into a dumpster fire perhaps though perhaps somewhere in there there's a great movie but i still there were still some decisions they made some character decisions where i just thought that i don't know if that's the move yeah, I don't think I don't think uh, uh, studio interference or not. I don't think whatever the Doom story arc was in that movie was going to be my cup of tea regardless. Yeah. Like I I didn't like that. He was just this hacker who was good. And yeah. then it was like uh, he gets he gets his face. Well, melted you into remember metal a lot about this movie. I'm I'm very impressed. I've actually forgotten everything <laughs> about it. I have a tendency to remember really like super great movies and then really, really bad ones <laughs> because like they're so bad that they're, and I'll tell you after I watched it, I was pissed off because my buddy made me watch it. Cause he said, <laughs> you're over here hanging out at my house. And I just, I really want your opinion on this movie. So we're watching it. And I said, I will leave right now. What's your, uh, what's your top five worst Marvel movies? Ooh, 
like all together Marvel all or together. MCU specific? All together. Okay. In no specific order, uh fan four stick. Uh <laughs> Morbius. Uh <laughs> Spider-Man. I well, I'll say Spider-Man three unless I think of another just awful one. Um let there be carnage is pretty damn bad. And then uh <laughs> I'm not going to say the 90s Fantastic Four and I'm not going to say the 70s uh, no. Doctor Strange because I feel like that's not fair um, because it just they had no no chance. Um, and then uh, God. Blade Wolverine. Trinity is pretty damn bad. <laughs> oh, my God. You're right. Yeah, yes. Wolverine. Okay. I'm, I'm taking I'm taking out. Uh, what was the one I was unsure about? Uh, uh, I'll take that Spider-Man out and throw 3? in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know what? Like, and I do not like that film, but whatever. Like, I'll take out Spider Man three and put in X Men Origins Wolverine. That yeah. is by f- <laughs> not only not only is Origins Wolverine one of the worst Marvel movies ever. It it is one of the worst movies I've ever seen because holy god, that movie. And bad. then that and that ending with like Deadpool. I was like, oh my gosh, what happened? <laughs> But then again, I also I forgot how much I really hated X Men Apocalypse Dark too. I mean, Dark Phoenix is bad, that but was like, like I, that's high almost, up on you could almost you could almost see that it was going to be bad and at at first glance, so you just kind of made no, peace no, with the fact that it was bad. What about No Mutants? That didn't uh, that doesn't make the top five. I don't I, hate that top one. Top five? No, I didn't hate. I didn't hate. New I like that honestly. One. Okay, good. Yeah. I I liked it too. I. I mean, I know it wasn't great, but I still enjoyed. No, I I liked it. It's refreshing, new characters, yeah. I, and I think it deserved better. Um, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I think I think there were there were a lot of circumstances with that movie that were beyond, uh, the creator's control. Mm-hmm. It was better. So, than I mean, what, do you, what are you going to do? Despite the 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 interference in the film, despite yeah. all that, the movie was way better than it should have been. Despite mm-hmm. all those facts, just like the first X Men film was good, despite the studio. Tom which which first on. x-men right like brian singer x-men brian or? singer one yeah. yeah like that movie should have not been as good as it was i mean it wasn't great in retrospect mm-hmm. it's not it great, great in retrospect but, but yeah it it's still better. But at the time like i was like oh man like an x-men movie and, and, oh, and then yeah. like in, yeah you know in hindsight i'm like oh they didn't have the costume and i guess they didn't have this and that but i'm like <laughs> at the time when you when you first see it, i was like oh my gosh guys like the x-men yeah, yeah. are in person <laughs> like yeah. they found That's... actors <laughs> That goes back to our earlier conversation mm-hmm. where it was just like, look, we got X-Men on like on film. So like say what you want about it now with like 2023 20, eyes, but we didn't this was a miracle that this movie happened. Like and this movie paved the way for the rest of them, although props Blade. to Blade that yeah. came out before it. Correct. Um, yeah. but you know, people didn't even know that was Marvel. They're like, oh, well, there's Ghost Rider, you know? Yeah. And Ghost Rider well, happened. Hmm, yeah. Yeah, it goes where it happened. <laughs> hey, what, what, Despite... what about Cap, the 1990 uh, Captain America movie? I mean, I think that really paved the way for the MCU as it is now today. <laughs> like the old Hulk? Just like, uh, yeah, just just uh, like uh, David Hasselhoff's Nick Fury, Agent yeah, Shield. Uh, there we go. Yeah, that one, totally. Same um, writer as Blade Trinity, same director as Blade Trinity, by the way. Yeah, but uh, you're David Goyer, yes, but <laughs> yeah. David Goyer, David Goyer also wrote Batman Begins. He also mm-hmm. uh, 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 actually... He, co-wrote batman begins no batman begins that one was all him he was co-wrote the other two yeah okay because i was i i've always been of the opinion that i think he's great when 
there's he's someone with, with someone them? and they say that's really shitty take that out that's shitty take that out you know like i i think he collaborates well i don't think he's good on his own is he batman begins was entirely him then he i mean yeah he wrote the, there's that's not to say i mean because you're the director's always going to have input onto what goes onto the true, film and you know, what makes mm-hmm. the edit so so yeah no nolan had a lot of input yes but Nolan does not make that movie unless David writes the script that it is. Ah, it's and written by Christopher Nolan and David S. Goyer. All right. Well, then I stay. OK, hey. I stand correct. Here's what I'll say, though. I know for a fact he wrote the draft that they use. But yes. Chris probably went and said, well, what if we do this instead of this? this right. This. Yeah, he wrote. Yeah, um, he wrote the story. And then the screenplay was him with Christopher Nolan with a credit above him. Well, so, yeah, he's the director. Yeah, yeah. But he took um, the script and then toss this, toss this, toss this, toss this. And in spite of all of that, Batman Begins still turned out to be one of the better Batman films. Uh, and this is this might be a hot take. I don't know if you know this about me, Sean. I think The Dark Knight is one of the most overrated comic book movies in the world. Um, it's a great noir crime detective movie. Wait, the Dark it Knight. Is you not mean a the movie called The Joker, because was the Dark Knight? It's called yeah, Joker Knight? Begins. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's called. I've I've been saying that for years. It should have been called Joker Begins. It has nothing to do with Batman. It has nothing to do with the Dark Knight, with the exception of that last speech. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a Batman movie. The Dark Knight is not a Batman movie. It's a Joker oh. movie. So just so call it that. Call it Joker. Um, That's my and, big gripe you know, about that film. I I I, I do prefer yeah. the first one way more than the second one. Yeah, but I have always been the way. But yeah, David Goyer, let's get Karen's take yeah. here. Let's. Be, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Please, I agree. Please, I hundred yes. percent agree. Like, no, it's um. Well, after watching the Batman, like I was like, yeah. that movie mm. is not about the Batman. It's very much about the villains, more so. Like, I appreciate the the you know obviously Heath Ledger's Joker was just like his portrayal was just like oh, it was great. Yeah, really amazing. And even the Harvey Dent, I like the you know how they showed showed Harvey Dent there, but yeah, it was there's no Batman. Like Chris Christian no. Bale's my least favorite Batman, <laughs> to be honest. But because yeah. he, you know, apart from Batman Begins, he I did not like him in a lot of yeah. his movies. Um, Man, I, like- I was I was so excited about him as playing Batman, and I loved yeah. what he did in Begins. But then yeah. he just like his role just faded away in the in the background. Each, He's yeah, in the background. Like, it's so it's so so dumb. Yeah. But uh, eh, it is what it is. But David Goyer's written a lot of because uh, he's mostly a writer. He's written a lot of really cool, intriguing things. And a lot of the stuff he's written, uh, people have won't get to see because he's mm-hmm. he's developed a lot of things that just never came to fruition. But I've you know, mm-hmm. if you search the Internet, you can find them. And uh, it's like yeah, he did Man of Steel, right? right? He he wrote Man of Steel. He wrote yeah. he wrote Man of Steel because he was taking a break from whatever the hell they were doing in Dark Knight Rises. Because he's like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm taking. He he even told Christopher he's like, I'm st- I'm walking away from this for a little while, and I'm just gonna focus on something else. And the idea he had was Man of Steel, yeah. and uh, that's and that's why whilst he was writing that and they were making uh, Dark Knight Rises, he said, Hey, Chris, what do you think of this? He's like, You want me to direct this? He goes. Not if you don't want to, but what do you think of it? He's like, I like it. Uh, I'll I'll help you get this made, but I mm-hmm. I, I don't think I should direct it. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay. But uh, I, and I unabashedly love Man of Steel. I know so many people out there like, not my Superman. Like, okay, cool. 
but I love yeah, them. but like it, it, it's the same thing. Like if you've ever read the comic books, well, I, I don't like the '90s Superman. You still like Superman? Yeah, yeah, I do. Well, you just you know, it, there you go. Different writers all the time, different directors, mm-hmm. different actor like it's it's the same as the comics that's how like, you keep these characters fresh yeah. you have to if they these characters have longevity because so many different writers like mm-hmm. uh schuster and siegel superman is not going to jive with john burns superman no, no. nor is that going to jive with grant morrison's superman this is right. like all these superman are or mark especially mark miller's and his red sun story oh, like yeah. and that's that's incredible i love red sun uh but that's how these these characters stay alive That's you right. have different interpretations and you know like and you all you, you build and them think, up and you and here's them. the thing I, th- I feel like um this is what you know whatever people can say whatever they want about dc and whatever but um i guess how i see is like the advantage of like dc over marvel is like they can still do whatever they want right now they're not tied to yeah. a storyline right like you know the downside with having an established mcu is your characters are now stuck to that mm-hmm. unless you do a what if you yeah. know you know if they do whatever they want in what if and that's where you can play around with the characters a little bit more but however they start with you know miss marvel is going to be the miss marvel character until mm-hmm. something changes right maybe if yep. they do another multiverse take and you know they could change personalities they could change you know gender whatever characters um that could be the thing but you know with dc like you said like that's i i think you know what's happening with the movies and um the comic book characters right now it's literally what's happening when they were in the comic books you know people yeah. like them, people hate them when they come out and then they get mm-hmm. so much hate and then you know a new story comes out and then they're the most loved character of all time and then it now. changes yeah, yeah exactly yeah you know, that happens all the time. And that's I mean, that's essentially the MCU are is is Marvel Marvel Comics brought to life. So mm-hmm. that's why you get you can't get the same creators working on it every single time. You have to change it up. You have to you know, get yeah. your stories uh, a fresh perspective. Um, and that's and it, I think that's what we're going to get with uh, the DC universe under James Gunn and Peter Safran's uh uh, 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 leadership. I really mm-hmm. do. I I was really really excited about the announcement about all the stuff coming out. Like his, yeah. like, here's the chapter one of this it's of like, our whoa, uh, story, Gods so and Monsters, different. yeah, Elseworld and all of that. Right? Like it'll be, yeah. He's like, and he's like, you can still have it. He's like, we we've got the Elseworld stuff. We're doing, you know, we're getting that Joker sequel for whatever reason. Uh, sure. was like, yeah. we're gonna keep um, we're gonna keep Matt Reeves Batman going for you know however long they want. But then we've got uh, our connected ones. It's fine. You know, everything's <laughs> cool. It's cool. Um, how do you guys feel though? Are you surprised? the announcement that uh well he had already said he was writing the superman movie for yeah. this new chapter superman legacy but uh, james gunn is now directing it are you yeah. shocked by that not at all <laughs> nope. and how I'm do you feel exci- about I, him doing i'm it? excited just to see what his take is because he's like someone mm. that like understand comic books uh really really yeah. well mm. i don't think zach Na- Zack snyder understands his comic book characters um you know uh whether or not we like the movies i just don't think he understood like he gave batman guns i'm like i mean that's a take on it but i was just like that's a <laughs> unique choice sure but um i think to James be fair Gunn, that's not his original choice <laughs> i guess so yeah, yeah. um <laughs> But James Gunn understands comic book characters. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. very well. Like Sean just yeah. finished Peace 
you know, peace, peacemaker. Finally, and so, wow. so good. It's, it's so good. Mm-hmm. But it was so I'm really excited to see what he's going to yeah. do with the Superman, right? And Actually, uh, after I'm, Peacemaker, yeah, now I've got a different opinion. Yeah, and then, like, who are they going to cast, though, is the, you know, big I mean, question. That's, yeah, that's, I personally think he already has probably a couple if not just the one he's probably got a mm-hmm. couple people in mind mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. but yeah it's that's that's essentially what everybody's waiting for nobody cares what the story is going to be right now like that's that's not what everyone's interested in they just want to know because now we know officially like Cavill's out for now i think mm-hmm, he's coming back mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh he's out for now uh so they're like okay well james is just gonna ruin dc well wait who you casting as superman like uh aha and the moment he the moment he decides to uh uh announce who the superman is and if it's someone people like or if it's someone that's just completely new i mean that's that's where the conversation is gonna go and then Mm -hmm. no one's gonna care until we see a trailer Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. I I'm personally excited because I, James has not done a movie where I was going that sucked. Um, you know he's got he's got stronger movies than others mm-hmm, for sure. Mm-hmm, but I mean, yeah. and he has a particular style. But I'll tell you, the guy they, who's given us like the Guardians movies and uh, what he did with the suicide. I didn't think you could make a, a another Suicide Squad movie after that first yeah. atrocity. Uh, in great. my opinion, I think it was an atrocity. But yeah. the Suicide Squad is so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he decided to just dump a peacemaker show, a character mm-hmm. that he no, wrote if, 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 if no one cares. Like, yeah. like if you knew if you even knew who Peacemaker was at all, like I don't know. Like you, you're either uh, a comic fan of a certain age or you're a yeah. liar if you said you knew who it's he was prior to that of the galaxy. I think yeah. I'm yeah. the only one on the planet that read Guardians of the Galaxy before that movie came out. <laughs> And I'm the only one that was excited when they were doing a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. I I and I had I will honestly tell you I never read any Guardians books until the announcement of the movie. I and had then the complete they, run from issue one to the last issue. I have the whole. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I when when James said he was taking inspiration a, or a lot from the Annihilation series, I was like, okay, I can go read that. Yeah. And I had a buddy of mine who, uh, my buddy Will, shout out to Will, lend me. He's just like, oh, yeah, you're going to want to read this. I was like, okay. So I read Annihilation. I was like, okay, well, if you give me Guardians that, you know, have this sort of yeah. uh, vein to it, then yeah, I'm in. And Versus honestly, the old original group, right? I think if he had taken the original Guardians of the Galaxy group, it wouldn't have worked. But he it kept Yondu. Worked. I mean, he kept Yondu, which was good. I, but he made Yondu. He kept he kept Yondu, and then and then and then he gave us little little uh, sneak peeks at the rest yeah, yeah. of them in the second movie, which yeah. I thought was very clever, very cool. I love that Sly Stallone is Stakar. Mm-hmm, I love mm-hmm. that he's. But that that's a great. <laughs> yeah. great. Um, I don't. I it makes me sad. We're probably not going to see uh any more of that mm-hmm. old guard. Yeah. Uh, we just get yeah. that one little uh, post credit yep. scene and, and that's it. And like, oh, that's a shame. But you know what? That's, but, that's um, also enough to say, hey, I'm still recognizing that that's not the original Guardians. Here's the yes. original Guardians. There they are. You get to see them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like just like um, Hank Pym is the original Ant-Man, but he was the Ant-Man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing that, that's that's mm-hmm. paying good service in my, my opinion. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. And I mean, frankly, some people might disagree with me, but I think Hank is a if you made Hank the primary Ant-Man you, you kind of run into some 
issues because Hank is mm-hmm. a very, shall I say, problematic character <laughs> so. in the comics. And it doesn't matter which which run you're reading. If you're reading uh, like Silver Age Ant-Man mm-hmm. to Bronze or if you're reading like Mark Miller's uh, uh, The Ultimates run, like the, Hank Pym is problematic. Oh, yeah. um, and then... But the movie, like movie Hank Pym, like old man Hank, yeah. uh, gave us like that. That you're giving us uh, uh, an Ant Man who's is like, oh, I believe he was Ant Man at one point, and I believe he's yeah. got some issues. But he's an old man, so he now he has to rect, he has to mm-hmm. live with mm-hmm. those issues and like kind mm-hmm. of rectify them. It's like that's good. See, yeah, yeah we're making progress. But uh, yeah, I think going with Scott was the better call on that yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I want to ask. Speaking of uh, Superman Legacy on the way, and who who do you think who do you think James could possibly? Let's just pretend it's an actor that we know. Uh, who would you like to see in the suit for the Superman Legacy? Personally, Other than Henry Cavill, I, I don't want a name. Mm-hmm. I want him to find. I want him to find a Tom Holland actor that we're all going to fall in love with. That's what I want. Karen, what do you mm-hmm. want? What are you thinking? I don't know. Like, it's hard to pinpoint a, a character. Cause I, I, I got no one in mind. Like, I, did he drop any hints on any like front runners or. Nope. It's. Uh, yeah. I like being surprised. Like, I, I, I don't know if I told Sean, but like, I really like Brandon Routh because he, he reminds me a lot of Christopher Reeves, yeah, but then, that, yeah. you know, we don't really want, um, I mean, you kind of want some the same charm, but then like you also want something new, you know, like you have to yeah. be open to, again, new interpretation of comic comic book characters. So I really don't have anyone in mind. That was guess- my problem with with Ralph was that, I mean, Superman Returns is specific, like it is a specific movie that's supposed to be specifically of that the Richard Donner era of his yeah. first two mm-hmm. Superman. So mm-hmm. So Brandon Ralph being like very Reeves esque mm-hmm. uh, is was not a shock. It, it was like, oh, okay, I see what you're yeah. doing here. You're trying to yeah. make him a copy. I will say, Brandon, he does the best with what he's given in that movie. Like, I don't, I do not love Superman Returns. Um, he does the best with what he's given, and I do really love the fact that he got to come back and play him uh, in uh, the yeah. crossover. Yeah. events of crisis yeah. on CW. He got to play the kingdom come like old mm-hmm. Superman yeah. and just like angry and pissed off. And I'm like, see, that's beautiful. That's, that's, that's good stuff. Right. That was there. the right thing. To um, and I'm kind of in the similar vein with you, Sean, I, I think they should go with a no name and I think they probably will. It might be someone we know like from TV, yeah. like a TV actor Me that younger. hasn't had like, uh, yeah, but I mean, obviously they're going. Yeah, that's what makes this so kind of maybe, difficult uh, of a maybe question, an indie cause... film or two under under their belt or something, you know? Yeah, I heard a lot of talk of people saying Austin Butler, and I said I think that's only because you <sighs> yeah. saw him with black hair and Elvis. But like, yeah, no, I don't want that guy. How old is uh, that guy? <laughs> he's probably 30, 30? Too he old. Might be thirty. He might. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Thirty's probably too old unless you just look they, really. They're good. doing. They're doing a younger Superman, and by younger, yeah. like, I think I mean like twenty-year-old Superman, right? So, I yeah. I did hear that Michael B. Jordan is one of uh is a name that's kind of floating up there, but I don't think they're gonna get him. But uh, that'll be well, interesting. 
Well, so he was being tapped to do one of the Elseworlds uh, mm-hmm. movies that they were wanting to do about, um, I think, what is his, his name's like uh, Val Zod or something. He's yeah. like, he's like the Earth, he's the Earth three Superman, but he is, hey. he is a, a black Superman. Um, and it's the one that Tahanisi Coates was uh, co-writing and, and yeah. he was a mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. famous writer. Uh, and supposedly that movie is still going to happen because I think James said, oh, no, I want to see it happen. So, yeah, it'll just be an Elseworlds thing. Um, and there's a good chance Michael will still play him. But if he might not, because Michael wants to expand the Creed verse, as it were. Yeah. Um, so he might, he might be pissy for a while doing that. Um, but uh, you never know. You never know. So that that movie could still happen. So you mm-hmm. could still see. Michael mm-hmm. B. Jordan play a Superman. Um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I was kind of racking my brains about this uh, the other day and I said, I don't know. I think, I think they're better off. Yeah. Finding someone relatively new, like new to audiences, to the, to the it, mainstream uh, audience. I think there was that we can uh, fall in love with. They were saying like the guy from stranger things, like the, um, like Max's, uh, I can't remember his name, like Max's brother. The younger um, brother. No, the older brother. Oh, the older brother. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, um, the power oh, you mean, uh, Billy from <laughs> Billy. It, it's, it's oh, Billy. Billy. Yeah. Um. Oh God, what is his name? Yeah, he, he's Australian. Uh. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I can't remember uh, his name. I think he is. That would be. He was. That he would be an be, interesting choice. He might yeah. be uh someone there. They had. They said Aaron Taylor Johnson, who's uh Quicksilver, but uh, he's gonna ass. be the next Bond. He's, he's gonna be. Yeah. Busy. He uh well he might be he he's a little too I mean if they're if they're really going for a younger Superman he might be a little too old for that role at this point um mm-hmm. and also he's he's pretty consistently working so I don't know mm-hmm, if he'd mm-hmm. have the time a lot of people are saying because James likes to work with actors uh or he likes to use actors he's worked with before a lot of people were throwing Chris Pratt's name out there I don't think that's mm-hmm. going to happen at mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. Nope. um there's just there's just too many problems I think with that Chris one. Pratt's gonna show uh, up somewhere though I'm over but good. I think James brother uh Sean Gunn who is always in a James mm-hmm. in everywhere movie, yeah, I think yeah. he might be I mean I know he's he's older now but I think he might be our Jimmy Olsen uh okay. like older jimmy olsen who's oh, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh my god this superman guy like oh i love him um again i've got nothing to base that on and i'm probably completely wrong because technically sean gunn is already a uh, calendar man in uh, the yeah, suicide yeah, squad yeah. so yeah. so if he keeps if he keeps all those together and he also plays weasel which weasel's yeah. coming back for the, right. the animated uh, creature commandos and then ideally back to live action so uh, you never know um but sean gunn has also played the body for rocket raccoon as well as playing craglin in the guardian so he can play two roles yeah um something like that uh but then you know michael rooker could could be like someone said he's probably going to be perry white and i was like ooh, that would be i could see that that's kind Mm -hmm. of a a different pace for him because he he doesn't usually play uh not typically in his career now Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I could see that. I almost said, "Don't say Lex Luthor; he's too old to play ah, Lex Luthor." Don't say no, that. no. I agreed. Um, yeah, but they were like, "No, no, no! He's play- uh, Perry White. He could be a good Perry White." I said, "Actually, I'd be down for that." Um, but there you go. I'll, I'll, I'll flip the mm-hmm. casting question. I don't know if Luthor is going to be his foil in this in this movie, but it kind of seems no. like 
if you don't i don't know if you if you don't include lex luthor then it's just like uh, you know what like, uh, i just... i still say that like i really like kevin spacey as like lex luthor <laughs> um Oof. he was very That'll menacing but happen. he's not he's not gonna come back <laughs> but like he no. was just like uh, i did not buy jesse eisenberg yeah. I, jesse eisenberg was not a good lex <sighs> luthor well, i cannot I, I there are very few about... actors i detest but he's one of them i Oof. felt I felt that Jesse Eisenberg was actually not Lex. He, he was, was in the same movie. Yeah, like I think he was like meant to be the son or something. Like I almost felt like he wasn't actually Lex Luthor, and he might have been played better as a character that he was Luthor's son. I think probably that played better because yeah, like Kevin, Kevin so Spacey's different. portrayal compared yeah. to him. I was like, oh, yeah. uh, I I don't trust Eisenberg's you to a great actor group. though. That's the thing. He. But it's like, but see, I I don't think so. Good. I think he plays the. I think he he it's plays the same, the same guy in every single in every okay. single movie he does. I feel honestly, I, ironically, <laughs> it's fine. Ironically, uh, I feel like his Lex Luthor is the most he's ever acted ever, and it just wasn't good. Right. There was a rumor out there that, and I don't know if this is true. I'm sure there's a fact checker out there that will correct me but supposedly originally jesse was not supposed to be lex he was supposed to be like the riddler and no. that's why his character that's why like his that. characterization is so like mm. outlandish yeah. and weird right and i said okay that's weird why would you why would you tell him that then cast him as lex and then say like everything you're doing keep doing that keep like, doing it continue oh, on, <laughs> like no 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 don't do that please stop it um well, and funny enough, I posed the question. Someone else who has worked with James quite a bit or not quite a bit, but a few times, but is like a close personal friend of his is Michael Rosenbaum. Mm -hmm. And Michael Rosenbaum played Lex Luthor for years. Oh. I'm not saying I'm not saying he'll reprise the role, but it would be kind of funny if he oh. did. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. he's still my favorite Lex. He's, a good he's probably he's good. the he's probably the best on screen. Let I mean, uh, look, Gene Hackman's a great actor, but I did not <laughs> like his. I've I never liked his Lex Luthor. Nope. Never liked his Lex Luthor. I I mean, and Spacey, for say what you will about him, and I've said many things, but uh, like his Lex is is pretty good. The mm -hmm. problem is his pro. The problem is he's not written very well, and yeah. the movie is not. He was, he was playing <laughs> yes. Gene Hackman in that film correct right? so. everybody's playing somebody else in that movie and that's that's my biggest problem with superman yeah. returns other than the fact that superman doesn't punch one single thing yeah uh and it's it's all about real estate scams it's like oh my god really uh, yeah. yet that's what you think superman is okay all right that's what you think lex luthor is like no be better mm. anyway but it's brian singer what are you gonna do anyway yeah. uh another problematic but, person yeah, yeah like the the epitome of <laughs> i love working with kevin spacey <laughs> Brian Singer. yeah let's get kevin spacey he's a good dude yeah but as far as on screen lex luthor's portrayals that i've seen like live action yeah. portrayals i've seen yeah like rosenbaum stands atop now i haven't seen a lot of uh that superman and lois show uh mm -hmm. mainly because i don't buy Tyler Hecklin as Superman. I never no. have. Uh, like, <laughs> sorry, bro. Like, he's just and he can he can talk shit about Henry Cavill's portrayal all he wants. But like, shut you, up, no. just shut up. Like, <laughs> no, bro. At least at least Henry can actually fill out that suit. Yours is obviously fake <laughs> yeah. muscle. So I don't, don't want to hear it. 
loved you in uh road to perdition but shut up <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah sure um but i know there's a lex luthor in that show i just again i just i haven't seen enough to make a judgment call I so i can't even, so i got i can't even get around to watching that show i just yeah and uh interested. john crier tried his best in those crossover episodes on supergirl and everything but it's like i don't whoa if there was anyone i just do not buy as lex luthor oh, other than eisenberg it's you yeah. it's you bro <laughs> so yeah rosenbaum he's he's got the mantle so far in, in my opinion I always thought so in Man of Steel we have a character Colonel Hardy in the in the uh movie played by Christopher Maloney. I thought it was a huge huge mistake to not cast him as Lex Luthor. Because if you've ever seen Christopher Maloney whether it's Law and Order SVU or uh, mm-hmm. before that he was the prisoner uh uh I can't remember his name but he was on Oz. If anyone oh, ever okay. saw that show, yeah. yeah. Oz is the reason why we had The Sopranos, which gave way to everything else that we have on HBO. Exactly. Oz is, that is a messed up show. And Christopher Maloney's character was insane. And I was like, that's Lex Luthor. That is Lex yeah. Luthor right there. Why yeah. would you not cast him as Lex <laughs> Luthor? Yeah. But, yeah I digress. I, I don't get. All right. I think we're going to, let's cap it here, guys. All right, let's see, see how long we could talk. Like, I'm, I'm sure if we just like don't cap it, like we'll just Dude, won't yeah, don't give me an excuse. <laughs> I'll keep going. No, that was fun. That was good. Um, yeah. uh, where, where do we find you? Where you can you find do? me at uh, yeah, well, what I'm doing, you can find me at Mark the Bat on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and uh, you can find me on my show, and the podcast will rock. We are the Van Halen podcast. We spin a wheel and we discuss one track uh of van halen's catalog and we just we just discuss it we we're sort of rediscovering the band uh after all this time um we're we're longtime fans we're not experts we're not rock historians so let me be very clear about that uh because i feel like i always have to bring it up (laughs) we're not experts we're just fans rediscovering a band uh through analytical eyes uh so you can find me there and the podcast will rock me and my podcasting partner Corey morissette mm-hmm. yeah all right and you can find us at sean oh my god at sean mcginnity.ca i can't say it as sexy as fast right does but i'll try s yeah i say you can't do it s-e-a-n-m-c-g-i-n-i-t-y.ca there you go see it's in the blood you got it it's in the blood uh, and you can, uh, that's uh, the Sean Geek and Fast Fret and Karen B podcast. We'll see you guys on the flip side. <laughs>